Welcome back to the Educator's Room podcast, a place for educators everywhere, regardless of grade level or content area. Put down your grade books and grab a glass of wine and learn with our host, Francesca. Hello, everyone. This is Francesca from the Educator's Room. Thank you for joining us tonight. Tonight, we're going to talk about a pretty interesting topic um, from a letter that we got tonight. However, before we start that, I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a news. Um, Starting on Monday, October the 19th, 2015, we are going to be recording one podcast every one to two days. Yes. Um, We have been getting your emails, we have been getting your direct messages, we have been receiving your tweets, and people want us to have more podcasts during the week. So we have heard your cry, so I am going to try to squeeze into my already super busy schedule to record a 10 to 15 minute podcast every other day. Um, On some days, it might be every day, but for right now, we're going to do every other day. If there's a topic that you would like for us to discuss, you can always send us an email at info at the educators room or send us a message on Facebook or Twitter and let us know you want it to be asked for the podcast. Okay, so let's go ahead and let's go into our topic for tonight. Episode 10. What do you do when the parent tells the principal on you? Here's our letter. Dear educators room. Why is it so difficult for parents to contact the teacher first if they have a problem? Why is the principal their first step? We got this email in our direct message on Facebook, and we chuckled a bit when we received it. Because as a parent first, I've had to go to a principal on a teacher. And as a teacher, I've had a parent go to the principal on me. Full circle, right? One of the things that I um, always used to pride myself when I was in the classroom was that I had an open door policy for parents. Parents can come and talk to me. Parents can ask me questions. Parents can be there. You know, I'm, I'm an open book for them. However, no matter how open that I tried to be, I always knew that there were some parents who did not want to establish that relationship with me um, and would go against anything that I said. For example, I remember specifically one year I had a student, a young lady, who had um, expressed to me in some writings of hers uh, some inappropriate things that had happened in her house. So I went to the counselor, the counselor reported it, and the parents showed up to the school and told the principal that I had made up all these lies and that I had gotten defects or Department of Children's Sur- Family and Children's Services involved and that I should be fired. Um, I can remember being called up to the principal's office like I was a little kid and, you know, basically having to defend myself on allegations that weren't true. Luckily, I had the letter that the young lady wrote, but it just proved to me that, you know, sometimes parents don't want to be reasonable. I also can remember a time in my first year of teaching where a parent was so irate that I gave their daughter, her daughter an in and conduct, meaning not acceptable, um, that she basically went to the principal and threatened me and the principal. I say all of those, both of those situations to say that parents being angry is a given. And a lot of times I think when parents are angry because it's dealing with their children, sometimes they don't exercise the best judgment. And they want to go directly to the top instead of following an order of going to the teacher, 
then maybe the department chair, and then maybe whoever else is in charge. So one of the things that I have always tried to do to minimize some of the negative interactions with parents is that at the beginning of the year, I put everything for my class online, meaning I put assignments, I put homework, I put syllabus, I put dates of test, everything is online. And I do that specifically because um, some interactions, some negative interactions I've had with parents have been because a child has came home and said, I missed this day and my teacher won't give me the work. No, it's not that I won't give you the work, but the work is online. So I've directed you where to receive it. Um, so at the beginning of the year, I always do that. And also, um, another thing that I've always tried to do is try to contact every single parent that's in my class and try to at least introduce myself, call them, meet them in person, and kind of introduce myself so they know me, have a face for me. Um, no matter how many times I tried to do that, there were times where it just didn't work out and a parent went to the principal on me. Um, many times I've had to ask my administration because I was an English teacher and I uh, moved between 9th to 12th. And so in ninth grade, you get parents who are trying to figure out the whole high school process. Where in 12th grade, sometimes you get parents who are trying to kind of get over so their child will graduate. So a lot of things that I've had to do um, is luckily go to my administration and let them know if there's an angry parent to see me, I don't need to see that parent when they're angry. They can take their concerns up with you, the assistant principal, the department chair, um, or they can send me an email. But I don't want to be called in when the parent first comes in because it becomes a he says, she said. So a lot of times if a principal comes to me and says, such and such parent is upset with you, what happened, you know, it gives me time to get whatever evidence I need together for the meeting, but also gives me time to kind of talk myself through so I don't go in there angry. And so I can go in there with a level head and speak intelligently and be professional. Um, and luckily, I've had administration that has done that. But I do remember times when I've had um, a principal call me in with an irate parent and the parent going off about something that I have no clue on what they're talking about and come to find out. It was another teacher they were either upset with or the child was told a bold-faced lie because they didn't want to get in trouble at home. So um, one of my general rules, and I always tell my administration, if there's a parent that comes up angry, you know, please do not ambush me in the middle of me teaching Beowulf, um, have me come to the office to hear this complaint. Instead, treat me like a professional send me an email, allow me time to get the ev get whatever evidence I have, allow me time to even tell you what happened, but I would prefer not to be in a conference when a parent is that angry. Another thing that I always do with parents is that I always try to have a paper trail. And this is, I hate that we have to do this, but I have found it most helpful in working with parents in high school is that a lot of times, especially for a class like English and that every child needs for graduation, I put everything in writing to the kids. So every assignment, every correspondence with parents, I put in writing, I follow up with email, I document on my call log because I have been in situations where seniors were not gonna graduate because of my class. And I need to show proof that no, I have reached out to you 30 times and 29 and a half times you have not returned my call. Um, and it's sad in the state of education that it's become a parent versus teacher in some instances, but I think it's necessary um, 
to protect ourselves legally and, um, you know, just professionally. I can remember a time a student saying they were in my class when they were actually skipping and I had to show my grade book became a legal document and I had to go to court to show that, no, the student was not in my class. And um, because the student had done some had been a part of some criminal behavior during school hours. Now, on the flip side of that is me as a parent. When you go to the principal, when you go to the principal on your child's teacher, for all of my kids, I have four kids. They range from age 15 to a baby, um, which you might hear in a minute. <laughs> but um, I've had those situations where I've had to go to a principal on a teacher, and it's never been a good feeling. I've tried to, for each one of my um, kids' teachers, was to meet them, to introduce myself, let them know if I have any issues. But I can specifically remember... Um, about two years ago, my daughter was in first grade and me getting a letter that she was going to be, well, actually before I even got a letter, my daughter telling me she had been pulled from class to go work in a smaller group. And so it piqued my interest. And about a day and a half later, I received a letter from, um, the school saying she qualified for EIP services and if I wanted her to be in it. I couldn't get a hold of the teacher. I emailed her that night. Couldn't get a hold of her. And I'm sure she was with her family. But me being so emotional about my child, I emailed the principal. Come to find out, my child's teacher didn't recommend her for the EIP services. Instead, somebody who was over data looked at the kids who made the lowest score. Keep in mind, she's in first grade. And she's taking a test on a computer. And it was pretty long. And they just took the data. And the data person recommended her. And once I sat down with her and the principal, it wasn't the teacher because the teacher said, I didn't recommend her for this. It was somebody else. So I've had those situations where I've went to the principal and basically I've had egg on my face in dealing with um, when I rushed to judgment. So I say that to say, you know, as a parent, uh, especially with my son being in high school, I've always tried to make sure that I reach out to the parent, for, I'm sorry, to the teacher first, even if I'm very upset, even if I think something's going on, I reach out to the teacher via email and just say, hey, can we have a discussion? I have been in a situation where teachers have not emailed me back after two, three weeks of me emailing, and I've had to go above their head. But I always try to make sure that, you know, first at the beginning of the year, I try to establish a relationship with all of my sons, my kids' teachers, period. And then if I have an issue that I at least give them the courtesy of sending them an email and going from there. Um, most times it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But I think for me, I'm a teacher. And so I have to remember that my kids' teachers are people too. And they have families and they have prior um, obligations. And they have things they go through. And they have bad days and they have good days. And as long as my children aren't harmed or demeaned, a lot of things I have to remind myself, it's not that serious. We can work it out. Um, we're working in a day and age where parents have been pitted against teachers with the rise of standardized testing, with the focus on trying to make the data right. We've lost the relationship between parent and teachers. And I think parents need to understand that teachers are stressed out also. You have in high school, you might have 150 kids you see a day and when you've given all 150 kids essays, yes, it might take a little bit for your child's paper to be graded, or it might take a day or so for 
the teacher to get back with you. But just remembering that, hey, we are teachers and we are people um, along with teachers and we deserve the same respect you would give your doctor if you called and you had a question and they called you back the next day. Um, so this is Francesca with the Educators Room. Um, if you want to talk a little bit more about this topic, you can leave us a message in the comments below. You can also go to our Facebook page, um, The Educators Room, www.facebook.com slash the educator forward slash The Educators Room. Um, and we are having a very lively conversation right here. But, you know, the one takeaway that I would tell every parent, every teacher is before you go above the teacher's head, please remember that teachers are people, parents are people, and that we have to work together to make sure that our children have the best education possible. So I'm signing off. We'll see you guys in a little bit. Goodbye.